0: What does motion sound like? With Kizik Han's free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. A huge injury blow for Nottingham Forest ahead of their game at Barchester United. Welcome to the preview for Man United versus Nottingham Forest. Good morning, good evening or good night wherever in the world you are, whatever time of day you're watching this, hope you're having a fantastic day and welcome to your match preview for Varchester United versus Nottingham forest in today's video we'll be having a look at the predicted lineup what i think steve cooper will line us up with we'll have a look at the scumbags team as well and we'll talk about tactics and who is gonna win this is this the right time to play varchester united while they're completely in the mud before we get into it please don't forget to hit that like button Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And don't forget, you've only got a few hours to go and get yourself this beautiful framed Forest shirt with the signature of all the players and LEDs all around it. You got till 7:30 tonight. All right guys, let's get into this video. Okay, you guys know I hate Manchester United. So this one always means a little more to me. I need bragging rights over Twist. This means everything, Cooper if you're watching, full focus I need this Saturday from you. Because they are beatable. We played them 4 times last year, we held 10 goals and we scored 0 across 4 matches. Embarrassing, embarrassing against such a crappy team like Manchester United. But it's so much different this year. Why? Not because Forest have changed their playstyle. It's Manchester United that are in the mud. Varchester sorts them out against Wolves. They should have lost that game 3 or 4-0 if Wolves knew what a goal looked like and if they hadn't paid off the referees and the VAR team, as they always do. Then roll on to Spurs, and they played okay for like 20 minutes, and then absolutely capitulate as Tottenham with their Aussie rules football take them to the cleaners and beat them 2-0. And the plastic Manchester United fans are screaming and shouting and worried about what's going on at their crappy club. Add to that Mason Greenwood and his fiascos and shenanigans, allegedly, going on off the field. Manchester United trying to feel the temperature. Should we keep him? Should we sell him? Should he stay? Should he go? It's one of the songs, isn't it? And in the end, after looking like complete assholes, they decide they're going to get rid of him. On top of that, as I said at the start of the video, Forrest have had a huge injury blow for this game as Mason Money Mount is out, and I am devastated. It's a huge loss to Nottingham Forest. So far, Money Mount has had zero goals, zero assists, and absolutely zero impact on that Varchester United team. So, is there a better time to go to crappy Old Trafford, where their stadium is falling apart, just like Boringmouth Stadium, and take it to them? I think, This is a good opportunity, but it will all depend on what Cooper does. And sorry to bring the mood down, but I am expecting full low block football. He's going to show Manchester United way too much respect. We need to go into this game like Wolves did. The way Wolves tried to take him to the cleaners, and if they had a finisher, which by the way, we do... If we play how Wolves did, we would absolutely smash the scum that are Manchester United. It has been too long since we've beaten them. It's been too long since we've played them apart from last year. But we've done it before. I remember Collymore. I remember Pierce. What a game that was at Old Trafford. What a game and what a result. And I've just got a feeling that Forrest could get something out of this match. So with that little build up done... Let's get into the team, well the predicted teams for both of them and let me start with Forrest and what I think Cooper will go with. So spoiler alert, as I just mentioned, I can't see anything but a 5 at the back and I think the team, it's just, oh there's so much talent in this team and it's just not being utilised correctly and I really hope I'm wrong and I really hope Cooper doesn't pay them the respect that he did against Arsenal for 70 minutes. It's not the same team. Arsenal would smash this Varchester United team. But I don't know about a couple of places. The rest I'm pretty confident about. Is Nia Kate fit enough to come back into the team? He's had a few minutes here and a few minutes there. And I think it's time to unleash the, the man beast. That is my boy Musa. It's time to get him back into the team. McKenna has got to be dropped. If Menea is not fit, then drop him. Uh, drop McKenna for, I don't care, whoever. In terms of Aina, I'm not 100% sure he's fit. We'll know more once the presser comes out with Cooper. But it could be Williams and it could be Einar at left back. And the question is, our World Cup winner, Montiel, is he going to make a debut? Signing on Wednesday, he's been in Nottingham since about Monday anyway, so he's probably had some time to get a couple of training sessions in. But I think what's interesting about this is this will tell us if he goes straight into the team, if he's a Cooper signing or he's a club signing. If we see Oriate in the team, then clearly Cooper wasn't that interested in Montiel. If we see Montiel chuck straight in, it's a thing that Cooper has done quite a lot when it's been one of his boys, a word. Uh, An MG Dub, um, a Shelby, they all at some point got chucked in in the first match that was available for them. So I think it'd be harsh on Aurier. I thought he played fantastic against um, Sheffield United last Friday. So I'd probably start with Aurier and give Montiel another week or so before he comes in. I still look, we'll, we'll discuss it all in the match preview with the Gore Boys tomorrow night. But I still don't know. And it's not against the player. I'm talking about the strategy. Why did Forrest need another right back? But anyway, we'll get back. We'll get into that tomorrow. In terms of the midfield, this I'm very sure of. I feel like Danilo Mangala and Yates will be the three. It seems to be Cooper's go-to. I'm still not convinced of those three as a combo. I still want to see a CDM in there. But hey-ho, we haven't got one. But I think that will definitely be the three we see. And I think MGW will be dropped and Cooper will go to his favoured 5-3-1-1 away from home against a quote-unquote big team. And he'll put MGW in the hole and Awani is just red hot. Is he going to make it seven in a row? I really do hope so. So I think Jono will be sacrificed. If you remember back to the Arsenal match, this is pretty much the shape Forrest played. And year was dropped because he wasn't fully fit and Jono came into that position and took over and honestly he's not an out and out nine so I think Cooper will drop him to the bench and maybe maybe will that be the last time we see Jono the window is fast approaching its closing date and there'll only be one other game in August before the window shuts so let's see how that one develops I don't like this setup I'll, I'll be honest with you not against Varchester United. Against Man City, against Arsenal the other week, against, I don't know who else, we got Chelsea coming up. Fine. But Manchester United, they're just not firing on all cylinders. There's no cohesion with them at the moment. They've got complete imbalance in the midfield. I'll show you the team I think they'll go with in a second. And I think if Forrest had a little bit of kahunas about them, maybe got Langer in and played a 4-3-3, I think the 4-3-3 would work better against Manchester United than even my favorite 4-2-3-1. Because we could out-flood them in the midfield. We're going to stretch them wide with Alanga and then I'd bring Jono in, for example, with Awoniyi there. And I, I don't know, I'd probably drop maybe Morgan Gibbs-White on the bench to have him as an impact sub. Um, just, just because we need a bit of steel and speed will be more important against Manchester United. I don't know, something like that. But for me, this is probably what Cooper's going to go with. What do you guys think? Am I close with the team or do you think he will be adventurous and go with a 4-3-3 and surprise us all? Get your thoughts in down below. Okay, I hate to make your eyes bleed, but let's bring up the scummy team sheet of uh, Chester United. And as I mentioned, Forrest have had that huge injury blow with Money Mount not being in the team. And this is probably the formation that Eric Ten Hag's, or Seven Hag's, whatever his name is these days, is going to go with. And it's not their strongest, but it's a little better than what they've done in the first two games. They've had a complete imbalance in that midfield. Ten Hag has been trying to force Money Mount in there, playing with a double eight. Basically, Casemiro would be in the six and then he'd have that ferret Bruno and uh, Money Mount in front of him. And they were getting out flooded in the midfield. It was clear to see Mason Mount being out is probably a blessing for them because it means they can bring in another six slash eight in Ericsson. Now, he could bring McTominay in there, but I think he thinks that he can go attacking against Nottingham Forest. If he was playing a team that maybe had a bit more Less low block about them. I would probably expect McTominay to be the one replacing uh, Mount instead of Ericsson. But against Forrest, at home for them, I expect him to go a little more attacking. And that could be to Forrest's advantage. If we can get Casemiro isolated in a one versus a three in the midfield, that's where Forrest can maybe, maybe make some inroads in. Now, they've been playing Trashford up front. Martial looks like he's come back to fitness. He only ever seems to be fit for the Forest matches, um, and he scored a couple against us last year. So I'm hoping that he gets injured, you know, going for his morning movement or something at the game because he is that injury prone. Because I don't like him playing against us. I much would rather see Trashford being put up front and then they bring in Ganacho on the left-hand side and that little ferret-spinning... Um, idiot. (laughs) I don't know what to call him. Anthony, who's absolutely useless. I called him useless last year. And now the Manchester United fans are even turning on him. He is just pathetic. He is so easy to read. And if he comes up against Einar, as long as Einar keeps showing him to the outside, and the little fidget spinner, all he wants to do is cut in. It's easy and easy to control him. He's got nothing else. He's got no right foot. He's literally like Omar Richards. But he has this second leg, the right leg of his, that he doesn't use at all. He should donate it to Omar Richards. So I hope Anthony plays. If not, they've got Pallestri who could maybe come in, this young kid. Another young kid that they're trying to big up and he'll probably flop. There's talks that he's going, I think, to, he's linked to Sheffield United or something like that. So whether or not he will play instead of Anthony, I don't know. I think it will be Anthony. And then in defense, this seems to be their back four currently. Look, as much as I love to take the piss out of this team, I still rate Varane. Varane is a bit of a trooper, solid defender, um, really well organized, can marshal a backline, can play a higher backline, even though Manchester United tend to play slightly deeper, um, and is a solid defender. Where Forrest can get at them is obviously with that butcher, as they call him, Martinez, the little dwarf, if a one ye can pay, can kind of match himself up against that, he could get some change out of the butcher. The butcher's a dirty little shit. He'll go and nibble at the legs of a one ye and try and get you know away with some nasty tackles and things. And I think a one ye can completely outmuscle him and put him into the ground. And in terms of their fullbacks, Wan-Bissaka, he's always out of position but tends to be able to recover with a miraculous slide tackle here and there. But going forward, he doesn't offer much in terms of um, crossing ability or anything like that. He just seems to be quite pacey um, down their right-hand side. And Luke Shaw, look, he always looks overweight. Um, I don't think he started that well this season. They haven't really got any backup anyway there, so sure, will definitely play. And they don't play with a goalkeeper. Instead, they play with Anana, who thinks he's a central midfield player. And Forrest needs to keep an eye on this, because he will come out of the box. And we could potentially find ourselves, as Jude Bellingham did, um, being able to chip him. And then, of course, in their next game, where he got lobbed from nearly the halfway line, thanks to a money-mount assist on that player. So... Forrest needs to be wary of him and try and keep him on his line. He is going to try and push himself out and play the whole sweeper keeper position, but I don't think he's. I think he's been overhyped by Manchester United. He's okay as a goalkeeper, but I do feel he has a big, big mistake in him every now and again, and hopefully that will come this Saturday. But that's my predicted team for Manchester United. It'll be in a 4 2 3 1. It looks okay on paper, but at the moment, the fan base has just got a little bit of unrest going through them. Get your thoughts in on that team. Do you agree with that or not? And if you're a Varchester United plastic fan, have I got your team right? Let me know in the comments. So as i mentioned there is a little bit of unrest going on with that plastic fan base they're all uh, glazers out glazes out uh we've spent you know one and a half billion or whatever it is but we hate our owners and there's talks of protests as well at that game at the game this saturday there's also all the stuff going on with Greenwood. they've got you know a lot of them are starting they're almost like in denial about Money Mount. They've tried to convince themselves, probably by watching YouTube clips, on just how good he is and now they've seen him in reality and you can start to feel that they're losing patience with him. However, luckily for them, he won't be playing. There's even been some unrest about Eric Tenshag because he's the one who's been doing the recruitment. He seems to think it's, think it's still the 90s and that he should have a say and all he seems to do is recruit players from the dutch league because clearly he knows no better they've also brought in rasmus Hoyland, the wonder kid the next Haaland, who scored a huge amount of goals last season in syria a massive total of nine which meant he was good enough to come to the premier league on top of that they did an omar richards with him because he passed the medical even though he has some issues in his back and he does not even have the ability to play two games a week. There are so many parallels between Forrest and Manchester United, joking aside right now, it, it's just wor- it, it worries me. It's one club I would not like to parallel us to, but they have a player who passes the medical that should have failed. They got so much deadwood in their team that they can't get rid of. Very similar to Forrest as well. Um, they, they've been very slow in the transfer market this year. Same as Forrest. And they've had players that they've wanted to get who want to go to them and they end up not buying as well. And we all know, of course, the whole Dean Henderson saga and how they've stalled that around. So here we go. This is it. What do I think is going to happen on Saturday? I've got a sneaky feeling. Forrest are going to low block the crap out of Manchester United. And it's going to end up being a nil-nil absolute borefest. Because Manchester United right now are struggling to score goals. Let me remind you all as well that Forest are ahead of Manchester United in the league. Here's a little pop quiz for you guys. Can you tell me the last time these two teams met and Forrest were ahead of Manchester United in the league? Let me know if you know the answer down in the comments below. So, is this a six-pointer? Yeah, maybe I would love to see Forrest finished ahead of Manchester United. But I still feel that Steve Cooper will pay them too much respect. But I do think we could get away with a nil-nil. And if we really ride our luck, a little breakaway goal, an MGW through ball into a 1-7 in a row. Oh God, I'll be in heaven. This one means the absolute world to me. But I'm going to sit on the fence on this. I'm going to go nil-nil. And I do have a strong feeling about nil-nil. I really do. And I think if we can keep them quiet for 20, 25 minutes, that plastic crowd will start to turn. That plastic crowd will start to feel uneasy and unrested. And if we can get to halftime, maybe, maybe Seven Hag will hit that panic button. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm going with 0 nil What are you guys going with? Let me know in the comments down below. And here's a little wild card for you. Elanga comes on and scores the winning goal and shishes the Stretford end. I'll leave you guys with that image. If you like that image, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. We'll see you on the transfer update. Get your score predictions in down below and come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.